What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Millionaire Mindsets Podcast. My name is Deanna Kent, and I am here with the young mogul himself, Xavier Miller. What's up, man? I like, I like, <laughs> you I like, like that, that introduction. Intro. Go, I'm going to need you to do that every, every episode. I got you. I got you. Um, So we are back with another episode. I know it's been a while, and we do apologize for the wait, but we are back with some very interesting topics, and we are ready to give you guys a good podcast. So, uh, Xavier Miller, you know, how was how was your week so far? What's going on with you? What's on your mind? I ain't nothing on my mind. I had an interesting, uh, interesting and uh, eventful week. It was a good week. Tell me know. about it. <laughs> I ain't got much to <laughs> Tell say, man. Tell people about it. It was, it was just a good week, man, you know. Uh, same, same. Not same old, but, you know. Getting work done, doing new things. I don't want to talk about everything. I don't like talking about stuff until it's done. Mm-hmm. No, I feel so you. I, I I ain't gonna go into everything, but it was a it was a it was a good week to say to say the least, man. I like that. What about you? Same here. You know, had a very wonderful Valentine's Day. A Ooh. lot of you know love going around. I hope you guys had a good Valentine's Day as well. Got the gifts you wanted, all that good stuff. If you didn't, uh, you know, try again next year. <laughs> but mm-hmm. but it's all cool. Mm-hmm. So let's go ahead and kick it off. Xavier. Okay, okay. So you passing me the rock. I, I ain't. I wasn't expecting that, but so we got some. We got a couple talk topics we want to discuss. And as you guys all know, this is not a uh uh what's the word I'm looking for? Uh uh, uh gossip. This, this is not a gossipy blog uh, that we just talk about media things and stuff like that. But today we got two things. That's been going on a lot this weekend in media. That's been kind of, I guess they've been gossipy. But at the end of the day, um, uh, from my viewpoint, I view it as something that 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 goes back to our topics of mindset and millionaire mindset and like growth and stuff. So to get right into the topic, the first one is uh, it's the 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 Steve the Steve. Okay, so this week on Steve, I guess I, I think it was this week. On Steve Harvey's show, he had Monique. He had Monique as a guest, and uh, they was talking about. He was talking about like uh, you know with the the Monique got boy the, with the boycott from Netflix, yeah, and, Netflix stuff. and all that. Yeah, she yeah. She wanted more pay. So uh, Steve Harvey, she she had a different view of what she felt her worth was compared yeah. to what they were giving her. Yeah, 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 yeah. So she was on Steve Harvey's show this week, and um, see they were just they was having like a light little argument. And uh, he was telling her, like, this is like the money game. You can't be like coming out here with, like with that, with all that black stuff. But I'm gonna just play it real quick, so for those who haven't heard it, so they can hear it. So they, I, I don't want to be putting words in nobody, but I want to hear exactly. I want them to hear exactly what they were saying. So let me play it real quick. Two wars here. Listen to me. We fighting two wars here. What war? We, there's two wars. It's what your issue is, and it's what the perception of the issue is, and the narrative has changed. See, I'm hearing what you're no, saying, no. baby, and I agree with it when the narrative changes. But if all of y'all said, this is the only issue I have with it, baby, when all of y'all said privately, to include Oprah, all of y'all said privately... We, I've done nothing wrong. When you tell the truth, you have to deal with the repercussions of the truth. We black out here. We can't come out here and do it any kind of way we want to. Let me, Listen oh, to me. Your husband yes. can't be the Sydney that he really is out here. Let me tell you There's something. Not, that flexing, Let me we got to flex a different way. We Let out me. here in a game. This the money game. This ain't the black man's game. This ain't the white man's game. It's this is the money, money game. game. But I, we in the money game. And We're you cannot sacrifice game. yourself. The we best are. thing you can do for this poor people is not be brother. one of them. You cannot We're help We're in the money them. game. But let me tell you what the game is before the money game. Like before the money game, it's called the integrity game. And we've lost the integrity worrying about the money. But more. And wait a minute. If wait I minute. crumble, if you my crumble. children crumble, my grandchildren crumble. I cannot, for the sake of my integrity, stand up here and let everybody that's counting on me crumble so I can make a statement. There are ways to win the war in a different way. All right. So that's pretty much it. So, oh, my bad. But that, so that caused, that segment caused a whole bunch of controversy and a whole bunch of different opinions and things like that. So I want to, I wanted to discuss that. But, so let me ask you, what, what did, what, what, what did you think about it? 
so in this in this situation i i see what monique is saying i agree um you know i wouldn't want to sacrifice my integrity my morals and principles um in certain situations but on the other hand i definitely agree with steve harvey is saying I, how i viewed that conversation and like i said this is not no uh this is not no gossip podcast or nothing but how i see it is this goes back to ownership and having your own and having your money right and etc so i seen I, I i could understand what steve was trying to say and but i definitely understand i'm more on monique's side than steve's because she's saying like before before i i just do stuff for money is i'm gonna keep my integrity i'm just not going you can't pay me to do stuff that that's not that's not being true to myself and like like i like so like some people, some people would just do anything just to get ahead. They'll they'll lose their integrity. They'll do some immoral shit just so they can get ahead. Especially in today's time where there's no really rules and anything. And more more like Monique, her whole standpoint was solid to me. But at the end of the day, my thing is like when I say, if you got your own, and you you ain't got to play no game because you control the board. See Steve talking about this the money game. So we got to play this way. We black, so we can't do these certain things. And but the thing is, once you like, if Steve Harvey own his network yet, he ain't got to play no fucking game. He ain't got to be fucking tap dancing or straddling or or, or walking a, walking on eggshells because he own his environment. He own what's going around him. So there's no game that has to be played. So the most important thing I took from that conversation is is if you own your own shit. Those those little games don't apply to you because it's yours or it's your people's. So you ain't gotta be worried about making other people feel comfortable. But at the same time, I get what Steve was trying to say, saying like he got people depending on him and he can't like pretty much lose everything just because he's trying to prove a point. It's a it's a it's a way to win the world within the world, which I get what he was saying. But the way it came off was that's when he said I can't put I can't. I can't let these people down for the sake of my integrity. I mean, I, I, I don't know if I necessarily rock with that. I, I, I don't rock with that. I I see what he's saying. I think he's talking more so from, you know, Steve Harvey comes from a different era than us. Things was different back then. So I think he's just talking from a different era with all of that where it wasn't I won't, I won't say it's easier these days to get ahead, but it was definitely more obstacles um, back then for them. So I think he's speaking from that perception. But like how you said, I would be more on Monique's side with this because, you know, you don't ever sacrifice your integrity, your morals, your principles. Like that needs to, you need to stay true to your core no matter what. And dealing with business, you're gonna be faced with a lot of different obstacles where you're going to have to make some pretty d- tough decisions and people are going to want you to do things to benefit their agenda. So at the end of the day, like, stay true to yourself because nobody has your yeah. best interests at heart the way you do. Right, but uh, he said, so you said you agree with Steve Harvey. What? Yeah, I'm, I'm look- <laughs> <laughs> Why would you bring that? I agree with... I, there, see, there's, nah, a, there's a... a um, there's... I took a very important point from what he's saying. He pretty much was telling like, you need to be strategic about the moves you're doing, especially when you are pretty much like navigating through somebody else's business. Like, you know, Monique, like I, you are a business yourself, but you, you seeking money from other people. So yeah. like what he's saying is that you need to be strategic about what you're doing, especially, you know, I mean, we live in a society where it's not always easy for black people to get ahead. So I feel like that's what he was just trying to tell her. I, it may not have came out in the best way or how he wanted it to. Yeah. But I feel like he was just trying to tell her, like, you know, being a black person in a predominantly white business dealing with these huge business, white business owners, you need to care. You need to move differently. You need to move more strategically when you're trying to get what you really want. But how she said, don't sacrifice your integrity for it. Exactly. So I get what he's trying to say, but at the end of the day, it's all about how how it's all about being able to sleep at night. To me, mm-hmm. if, I, if I got a, I can have two hundred million dollars, but 
if my conscience is killing me every time I'm in the bed because I know I didn't did some fuck shit, it's not even that two hundred million ain't even worth it because I yeah. won't even be able to sleep at night. True, I feel the same way. I wouldn't be able to either. So, but I mean, everybody, you know, they live by a different code of ethics. Yeah, but that's not. But the most important, like I keep saying, the most important thing is ownership. That's what, and that's why I always tell people ownership is better than money. And usually, when I say that, when if somebody here for the first time, they always look like not sideways, but they look like as in like tell me more. Like, what do you mean by that? And like when I say ownership is better than money, because Let's say, for example, if it like money is dictated on is the value is dictated on on like super not so not say superficial, but the value is just dictated on it's out of your control. It's like it could always change, and all you know what I'm saying. But if you if you if something actually belongs to you is yours, you can always like like if you own a house or whatever, and this is your house. And let's say the market crash or anything, that dollar, that 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 money you got, it ain't worth shit no more. But if you got this house, you can always go back to your house because this house is yours. You always got someplace to stay. And let's say all the houses, let's let's say let's say everybody in the world got their own house, and say it's like no more houses left available. But it's somebody that he just got cash, and he's like, oh, I just I'm just I'm good with bread, I'll be fine. And then something happened where the dollar ain't worth nothing. It's like mm-hmm. you can't you can't even buy no house from nobody because that that money you got ain't worth nothing. So everybody looking at you like I don't need that shit. Mm-hmm. So now, that's why I always say ownership is better than money, even if because ownership is control. Whatever you own, you you got to control you you the controlling factor over that. Like I said, if you own a house, you could be the judge of who come in your house, who got to get the fuck out your house. If you own a network, a TV network, you could be the judge of who can come on my network and talk, who can't. If you own the goddamn league, you know, it's, it's the same, it's, it's control. So, but if you just getting paid, like you could be an employee making a hundred, which one would you rather be making an employee making a hundred million or own your own everything and making 20 million a year? Which one would you take? I would take the 20 million being an owner. That's why I always say ownership is better than money. Mm-hmm. And that, here you go. I don't knock um, anyone having a job or anything like that. But, um, you know, just to circle back to the main point we're making, how important ownership is, like, you get a lot of these people bragging about getting these high-paying exec jobs with these major companies and all that, and they take a lot of pride in that, and there's nothing wrong with it. But at the end of the day, you're not the owner, and the owner still has the power yeah. to fire you, remove you from that position, mess up your whole stream of income, disrupt your whole lifestyle. So that's why it's better to be dependent on yourself than dependent on somebody else to give you that stability and that's why ownership is the major key that's why and, and this is a side note and I, I didn't even this just crossed my mind that's why I always tell people that saying people that get involved in MLMs shit like Herbert shit like Herbalife uh, uh, World Ventures Amway whatever it is like I ain't not I ain't knocking it's, I ain't knock I ain't knocking people that do it but understand it's a side hustle and treat it as a side hustle. Don't I don't like when I see people that's that's getting into that, and they be like, "Oh, I'm a business owner. I do this. I do that." When the reality is, you don't you don't own nothing. You can't you can't sell that. You can't you can't leverage that up to the point and sell it to somebody for five million dollars, a hundred million dollars. You know what I'm saying? Even though they 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 disguise all this residual income, which in some way it is. But at the end Being of the day, an entrepreneur. No, 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 I'm saying at the end of the day. When you're not working on that, there's no more money coming. If you if you stop recruiting, if you stop doing all that, there's no more. There's no money coming in no more. Even though they disguise it as 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 you just get this passive income, you set it up for life. I just want people to understand that that's it's cool to like. This goes back to ownership being better because there's no ownership in that. In my opinion, it's cool to do that as long as you're treating it as what it is. I just don't like when I see people treating it as like the end all be all. Like this is gonna get me out of my situation. I'm gonna become a millionaire. Some people they do a very very small percentage, like zero point zero 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 one type shit. But at the end of the day, you can't, you don't own it. That's not yours. You can't, like I said, you can't leverage that business and sell it off to somebody 
that's real. That's that's a real business. That's real business. That's being a real business owner. When you can sell what you have, you can't do that with those companies. But I just want to. You can't pass. You can't pass. You can't pass that down to your kids, and they just like keep it. You know what I'm saying? It don't work that way. So I just want people to understand because there's a lot of tricks out here now where they trick people to feel like they entrepreneurs and business owners. They know people want to get out the 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 problems they have in their environment. So a lot of it is a lot of it is a lot of it is just uh they they picking on people that's not I don't wanna say they, they're not intelligent, but they not all the way informed on things. They very smart people, they just not informed all the way on those things. But uh, to just just to get back to the Steve Harvey and Monique situation, my my point at the end of the end of the day is once you own whatever you doing, you ain't gotta play none of those games. Cause you control, you control the goddamn board. So ain't no, I ain't got to be walking on eggshells trying to worry about offending this person, offending that person. Mm-hmm. You feel me? I feel you. So you got anything else you want to add today? Nope. Just don't forget, do not sacrifice your morals, principles, integrity to benefit anybody else's agenda. Right. Yep. And uh, to get oh, this is on, this is another topic we had, which was dealing with like uh, celebrities. And this was a donor that we went on this week. And, like, it's just, it just so happened that both of these topics, I feel, is something that's, that's, that's important and to the culture that we need to address. And I just want to see our, what, our, what, what, what our mind state was on it. And that is the, the, uh, the Gucci boycott. So, as you guys all know, so Gucci came out with the, like, with the blackface turtleneck or whatever, if you guys haven't seen the pictures. So, uh, excuse me. Excuse me. As y'all, uh, they came with a blackface uh, turtleneck or whatever. So a lot of uh, celebrities like T.I., they came out saying uh, we, we, we boycotting Gucci for three months or whatever. So that, so they got a video of Floyd Mayweather. He was outside, and some reporters came to him, and they was like, hey, so what do you think about the, uh, the, uh, the Gucci boycott? And... Once again, I'm about to let y'all hear what he said because I don't want to put no words in his mouth, so I'm about to let y'all hear it real quick. You've been a long-time supporter. You still supporting after all controversies? What controversy? Yeah, I'm sure you heard, you know, black, you know they, they had the blackface sweater and, you know, a lot of prominent artists were dropping them. You know, the black- Man, listen, I don't got nothing against nobody. Really? Um, my thing is this. I support everybody. I like everybody. And my thing is this, I like to live life and do and do what I like to do. I'm not no follower, I do what the fuck I want to do. Right. Uh, because everybody say, uh, wear this, or don't wear this, I'm wear what the fuck I want to wear. Ooh. I'm about to go in the Gucci. Were you disrespected at all by the whole blackface? I'm about to go in the Gucci. Now, I saw you drop that light 40 on, you know, at that uh, tournament the other day. Stop. At that game. Oh, yeah, but you see, we've been in there shopping today. Look at that. Oh, man. Oh, yeah, you're, you're not worried about the backlash at all. Look at all the Gucci bags. Oh, man, I'm living life, man. Right. I'm living life. Because, you know, you're like, people like T.I., Soldier Boy, they're done with Gucci, they said. All I got to say is this. I don't follow. Right. I do what I want to do, when I want to, and how I want to. I love and like everybody. Right, right. You said they're going to be upset with me? Right, they are. Oh, I love it. I love it. I love, love it. it. I love... See, the thing is this. I live for myself. Right. I live for okay. myself. I do what I want to do, when I want to, and how I want to. Right. I'm not a follower. You know, when everybody else, they say, oh, they... Everybody gonna boycott. I said, guess what? Well, this boy gonna get on a yacht and live life. Right, right, right. Baby, you don't feel that they were disrespectful making the, the, the balakavla, the blackface? My thing is this. We all know racism still exists. But that's not gonna stop my drive. I got friends from all walks of life. And to me, of course, black lives matter first. But my thing is this. I'm going to continue to go out there, live life, and be happy, and be positive. Okay. I wear what I... That's pretty much it. So, just to get right into it, I know that was kind of a long clip. So, but just get right back into it. So, what do you think about the whole situation, basically? Mm, so, I'm going to start off with what Floyd said. I see where he's coming from. Um, I don't, I don't, I, it's like, I agree with some of the points he made because I feel like, you know, at the end of the day, you can't force nobody to do anything. He has the right to shop there if he still wants to shop there. And from, from coming from a black standpoint with our community, 
it's like, all right, we about to boycott Gucci because they did something that was very offensive. Cool, let's do it. But it's like, you got to look at, like, our track record with stuff, like, taking the NFL, for example. Like, all those people was boycotting, and then a year later, all these people at the Super Bowl acting like, you know, the day ain't just happened. So... I see where Floyd is coming from because it's like people, a lot of people on social media, they just do stuff to follow the trend. Like, all right, we ain't shopping at Gucci no more. Follow the trend for a couple months. Then, hey, everybody back rocking that Gucci after that. Like, like it ain't just happened. So I see where he's coming from and his standpoint. Now, granted, you know, at the, I feel like you should stick with your people. You know, that was offensive. But at the end of the day, Y'all should have been supporting small black businesses and pouring your money into that instead of promoting Gucci all these years anyway. Yeah, I mean, you know, like, I mean, in my opinion, I think they, I think they both, I think, because everybody jumped on Floyd after, afterwards, which was understandable, because I think, I think they both was right. Cause, uh, cause out just for we didn't bring this up. So after that, after that video that y'all heard of Floyd, uh, <clears throat> Ti he came out with a song called "Fuck Nigga," and it was pretty much a diss at Floyd Mayweather when he was just saying like, uh, "Is people struggling? Like, who who did you help with all that money? You got all that money, but you still you like you just like you you just a fuck nigga at the end of the day. Like all that money don't mean nothing. It's like it's so many people that you could help out here with how much you made." And this and that, and all that he's saying I understand, but you know I'm the type I don't like to count no other man's pockets. What he, what he do his what he do, even though I feel like there should be an obligation with your community where you come from. You should always feel obligated to if you if you if you lucky enough because we all know our situation as uh being black here. So if you was lucky enough to make it out to a situation, I feel like you should you should feel obligated to reach back and help people. But my thing is, at the end of the day, we don't know who we helping. We don't know he might be. Yep. He just might not be putting it out there to the public. Not everybody yet, is public with it. Exactly. And you don't want to count no other man's pockets. But I, So I understood both parties and I understood Floyd. And then after the diss song, Floyd came out pretty much saying, like, like pretty much what's the purpose of a three-month boycott anyway? And if y'all go boycott Gucci, boycott boycott the, the, the corporation that owns Gucci, Caring. Which they also own Puma, Wild Sale, Balenciaga, and some other. They you saying if y'all gonna other boycott, and, yeah, y'all gonna boycott them. Pretty pretty much boycott the whole company, boycott everybody, and like pretty much y'all make these saying like these rappers, y'all make these rap songs degrade women, talking about selling dope, talking about a bunch of negative things. But y'all don't boycott these rappers, but y'all want to boycott Gucci for three months. So I I definitely understand. Well, both. Who what, started the three month thing? Oh, I have no idea. But I heard. I think they they say it three months because they just want to. It's like when you go on when you when it's like when you uh going on a diet. It's like you can't just come out the gate and be like, oh, I'm about to go on a year diet. You know, you go slowly. Mm-hmm. Like I'm gonna work. I'm gonna go for a week. And then I'm gonna get. So they like with the boycott. They like we just didn't want to. You know how our people we kind of fickle anyway when it comes to shit. Mm-hmm. So it's like we ain't gonna we ain't gonna go hard. We just gonna do three months and we we'll just see what happens. So I, I mean, do you think us not buying Gucci or supporting Gucci is gonna hurt them economically? Like, do you think that? Yeah, if this, if if people, yeah, yeah, black, of course. I think we we can hurt anybody economically because we spend just as much money as motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. So I mean, of course it would hurt them, but that, that's if that's it. But the thing, you know, thing with us, we all don't get on one accord most of the time anyway. So. It probably ain't really gonna affect them too bad. Just like anything goes, after a month it faded away, and then you gonna see everybody back on that soldier boy Gucci headbands. Yeah. And you so know it's, I mean, like with that point you just made, it's understandable for Floyd to feel the way he feels because it's like these boycotts come up like every like day quick, like every other day it's something new, and then people forget about it, move on to the next one, and they back to doing what they said they wasn't gonna do. Exactly, and, and, and that's that's very true. And I think, I think, well, a lot of people didn't give Floyd credit for because they, like I said, a lot of people was going at him hard, which was, and some of it, it was justified because you don't want to seem like you're riding for the people that just disrespected your people. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So, but when he, like, like that one point when he said, when he said, uh, man, what'd he say? He was like, 
He was like, I'm not a. He, was, he said, I'm not a follower. And then what he said, what he said, I can't remember what he said after that. Uh, and we just damn watching. Just saying he ain't a follower. No, he says, he says, no, he said, uh, obviously it's racism in the world, but pretty much saying like, I'm gonna keep doing me. That I'm not gonna let that affect me, which I respect that mindset a lot because at the end of the day, you gotta understand it is racism as a world, especially especially being a. Uh, black person you gotta understand it is racism but you can't you can't let you can't soak in it and make and whine and make excuses for yourself yeah, you gotta right. be like i like that he said that and he i like i really like that he said that because like i said you can't like it is what it is at the end of the day is you gonna let it is you gonna let it down you and you're gonna be sad all the fucking time or you're just gonna boss up and still live your life mm-hmm. and live you know what i'm saying live your life you know what I'm saying? Yep. You ain't gotta be you, you ain't gotta be no fuck nigga or nothing, but you just still live and excuse my language we'll be cursing a lot on this episode, but you you can still, you know what I'm saying, do what you need to do. But at the end of the day, what this all goes back to in my opinion, is is the ownership thing. That's why I wanted to talk about this, because I really want to stress the point that ownership is key. Ownership is, I'm gonna keep saying ownership is better than money. And I like when this situation is, if we own and we and we uh supported our own brands, made like you know what I'm saying. Like if we had our own league, like the NFL with the Kaepernick thing, that situation won't happen. If we own our own, if we do own our own brands, but we don't support them as much as like Gucci and stuff. If we own to support our own brands, this Gucci situation won't happen. And it's so much, you know what I'm saying. So it's just like the the solution to me is just ownership with all these different problems that we have in different situations. Always come back to ownership. We, whatever you own, ain't none of these problems because you control it. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So and something I kind I want to bring up, not to you know rub anybody the wrong way, but I feel like celebrities and social media influencers are not always the best people to look to for guidance on a lot of just political and economical issues and. I agree with what Floyd was saying. He was saying, um, you know, like rappers are the biggest like offenders for promoting like certain brands, like um, certain like brands like Gucci and all that, and certain lifestyles. And a lot of those things they talk about in their songs and a lot of stuff they promote causes a lot of people to pretty much go broke trying to live like them. So I just want people to know, like, you know, those do not need to be your main, like, sources of information and guidance on how to live and what to do and how to spend your money. Um, You know, don't be afraid to branch out and look for other people because there's a lot of people out there who talk about wealth building and growth and all other different topics. So just don't let mainstream media be a main source of information. Yep, that's a great point. You know, I mean, yeah, yeah, that's why so many, so many people it's like brainwashed and be ignorant to a lot of things because they just look for their news and information through the mainstream. You gotta understand mainstream media is controlled and and paid for by companies that want you to believe what they want you to believe. Mm-hmm. So, you know what I'm saying? You always gotta do your due diligence and do your own research and information on topics. If you hear one thing, just don't take that one thing for what it is. Research and then find, research and see you find out what the actual truth is. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that's goal and that goes back to pretty much having that millionaire mindset, having the right having the right mindset. Because at the end of the day, this all this this all comes back to finances for real. Everything came back to finances. You know the most Monique situation at the end of the, at the end of the day, it's about money and respect and control. The Floyd situation at the end of the day. With the boycott, it's about money and respect. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the day, most things they all they all they almost always come back to finances, especially you in a capitalist society like America. They always gonna come back to finances. So when you realize that everything always come back to finances, you gotta always make sure what you're doing is gonna put you in a better financial situation. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, you know what I'm saying? That's, yeah. You you always gotta have that. And back of your mind, and you always gotta know, you know, it don't matter if you black, white, Asian, whatever you is, you always gotta know, like, uh, uh, I'm trying to figure out how to say this. You gotta know how to maneuver through situations. You know what I'm saying? Especially if you if you black, you know what I'm saying? You, we already know how it is here. We 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 
it's no, it's no, it's no. You can't have a debate that we got the worst than anybody else. But like I, like I keep saying, you can't make, you can't make no excuses. You gotta, you know what I'm saying, boss up and know how to maneuver through situations. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Affiliate yourself with like-minded people, and they, and they could be white, anything. Cause you, you got, I, you know what I'm saying. I got white friends. You got some white, you got some white people you cool with. I got all kinds of racist friends, but. If it is always racist, racist. My bad, my bad. Let's clear, let me clear that up. I got all kinds of, <laughs> yeah, all types of racist I got right all kinds of friends of different races racist. and ethnicities. I ain't got no racist friends. Let me, I don't fuck with racists at all. But I'm saying I got all kind of, but you know what I'm saying? But it's all about, it's all, at the end of the day, it's all about being a little network and connected with like minded people. Mm-hmm. And just, but most importantly, remember at the end of the day, it's about ownership and empowerment. And empowering your people as well when you get into situations. Don't be, don't be forgetting and, and and forgetting where you came from. Because I know that's how a lot of people feel about Florida. They're like, dang, bro. Like, because he wouldn't even be in the situation he is without us being his fans. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. A point I want to bring up is that, granted, like how you said, um, you know, whenever you make it to a certain point, you should always want to get back to your community and, you know, help some other people out. And I agree with that 100%. Morally, that is how you should feel. But I see a lot of people putting it out there like these people should be obligated to do X, Y, and Z with their money. And I don't agree with that because I just feel like, you know, if I if I did this and I took the steps to get myself to this point, you can't tell me what to do with my money. But morally, you should want to help out. And they out. should be obligated. Huh? And they should be obligated. No, I'm just saying, from a moral standpoint, you should you should want to, but there's no obligation. I feel like there should be an obligation. It should. I mean, well, but but before we continue on, we got to go to break real quick. We ain't went to no break yet. So, uh, guys, we'll be right back. We're going to a quick break, and we'll be right back in one sec. All right, y'all, we back. So before we went to break, we was just we just beyond the sea went you know on the saying about obligations. You don't feel like people's I'm let you, I don't even know raising your mouth. What'd you say? I was pretty much saying like it's morally correct to want to help out and give back to your community, but I don't feel like there should be any obligations what you do with the money you worked hard to earn. I and, and, and I agree with you, Sam, just to put this out there. I would agree in ninety nine percent of instances. But at the end of the day, like I keep saying, you know what situation we in as people, as black people. Yeah. So it's like it's we not in the regular situation as everybody else. If we was just completely on the equal playing field right now, all the way, I'm like, yeah, you're right. But you know, it's you know what I'm saying. It's different circumstances. So, if you know that, I feel like there there should be some kind of obligation. How about this? I'm gonna say. There should be some kind of obligation to give back, but don't tell me how to give back. All right, okay, I agree with Cause that. Because I remember we listened to another podcast, and somebody called in and told, I believe it was one of Tariq's podcasts, but somebody made, somebody called in, he was like, hey, well, why don't y'all take, you know, this money y'all got and um, come do this for the community and build build some houses, start some business, do this stuff for us. And Tariq countered and was pretty much like, but why y'all as a community don't raise the money together and do that stuff? Like, why are you telling me what I should do to give back? So that's that's one thing I don't like when um, people try and tell you what to do, how you should give back, how you should, you know, do your part in helping the community. So, I mean, while we on the subject of no handouts, I feel like that's a um, really big thing we all need to work on as well. Because we get into this kind of lazy mentality where it's like, all right, the ones who made it should pretty much like take care of us and make sure, you know, we good. But it's like, you know, just because they made it, you have all the ability to make it too. There's nothing preventing you from, you know, finding your own way and making it to the top. And like we always say, having wealth, being wealthy is a choice at the end of the day. It, I mean, you can't control the circumstances you born into. But you can control the circumstance, the circumstances in which you live later on in life, is my whole thing. So, at the end of the day, like you know, you can't just be saying, "Oh, well, I can't do this, I can't do that," and you know, waiting on people to pretty much give you a handout and help you along the way. When it's like, hey, like you gotta, 
you know, able-bodied like I do. You know, you got a brain just like I do. You can get out there and get it just like I did. Thanks. What's your thoughts on that? I, I agree. <laughs> I, I, I can't. I, I ain't got nothing to add to it for real. I, I agree with completely what you said. Yeah, I mean, I just see it so much where it's just like, you know, they always... It, and another thing is like, I see it happen in a lot of um, households or families. It's always that one that made it. And, you know, or that not necessarily made it, but they're on their way to making it or, you know, having being the one in the family with the most money. And often, a lot of times, everybody else in the family want a handout. They want that one person to take care of the whole group when that's like it should be impossible because what you don't realize is you preventing that one person from reaching their full potential because they can't help. But they, but they don't, they don't understand it. They see it as you the one that got money. They see it as, okay, you got money. We don't, it should be no problem for you to give back to us. But if, as, if you the person, if you the person in your family that got money, well, you the one person that got money, you got to understand that's just going to come with the territory. It's like, you know, some, like some people, like, I'm, like me personally, I'm blessed to be in a situation where I got my own bread and my, my brothers and parents they do well from they do well for themselves, so they don't. They've never asked, none of my family members ever hit me up and asked me for money, which is a blessing. But most situations with people that come up, it's not like that. They got you got to understand if you if you the one you know if you the one in your family that's doing better than everybody else in your family. So you got to understand, like man, I can't run my wheel dry trying to pick everybody else up, especially if you, if, if you, if you know, the best thing you could do in that situation is put them in situations, not give, not give them money. So every time they call you, they say, let me get a hundred dollars. Let me get two, $200. You can't do that. The best thing I can say, the best thing you do is put them into a situation. You can say, Hey, look, uh, look, man, I'm a, uh, do this for you. I might give you, I might give you something that you could sell and you take this cut, and you give me the rest, type type shit. And I ain't talking not not no illegal shit or nothing like that. But I'm saying, I'm saying like you know what I'm saying like if you got if you got your own t-shirt brand, if you got you know what I'm saying if you got your own company, make them do something that's in benefit to your what you got going on, but break them off too. So just so just to let them know whatever you whatever you give them is gonna be earned. It's not gonna be just no. You're not gonna hit me. You're not just gonna hit me up or whatever and say, hey, let me get five hundred dollars because my bill's about to blah blah blah. They about to mm-hmm. repo this and then you just give it to them because that's gonna run your well dry. So you gotta make them like like that saying say your bad planning shouldn't be my emergency emergencies. Yeah, but you like for people that's listening that's like the one in their family that's getting some money got some money don't don't feel guilty that by don't feel bad by you saying no because you got to the you you got to the place you at by hard work and doing what you needed to do and just because even though that even though that's your family members just because they didn't do that don't you know what I'm saying don't feel guilty about it even in some instances they might might try to make you feel guilty by saying dang you don't care about your family or something like that and don't don't fall for the tricks, you know what I'm saying? It's cool to give people stuff every now and then, but don't let them continuously use you and feel like it's your it, you have to give them what you earn. Mm-hmm. But that but like I said, it's gonna come with the territory then. You just gotta you just gotta understand it for what it is and and make them earn it, you know what I'm saying? And it's like I know Especially nobody... if they're able bodies. Exactly. If they if they not if if they uh uh disabled all right, that's another thing. But if they got able bodies, they grown, there ain't nothing wrong with them. Hey, man, don't let don't let them don't let them run your pockets dry, or make you feel bad when you don't want to get them nothing. Yeah, cause it's it's like I know we nobody want to see their people struggling or doing bad, but it's you know it, we it's a process, it's a journey, and it's you know a lot of stuff don't happen overnight for the average person. So it's like you got to stack. You really got to stack your money and bill and constantly giving it out to people. People you know ain't going to give it back to you at that. Right. You know the you family members ain't going to get it back. You ain't, ain't going to never get, it back. get to the level you want to get to. Because they look at it as, oh, you my so-and-so. Right. I ain't got to pay you get back. It right, back. right. You go. You good. You making money. You don't need my little $200 you gave me. When it's like, it's not the point of the two. It's the principle that I gave you this. And you. so you pretty much knew you was going to use me. 
And you know what I'm saying? But I just want to say that real quick to people. Don't, don't, don't go broke. Cause for over over members of your family that that's doing not as good as you, it's okay to help them, but don't end up back in day shoes or day situation. Cause you spending all your shit on them. That's all yeah. I'm trying to say. And just a tip for when you, if and when you do give money out, the, what I was always told is, don't give money out with the intentions of getting it back. Yeah, Cause they ain't gonna do nothing but drive you crazy trying to chase that money exactly. back and cause bad feelings towards the person. So if you do get money out, like, you know, whenever I do do it is I'm giving it to you. You keep yeah, that. You keep I'm not it. even looking right, for so, it back. Alright, if you give it to if you give it back to me, dang, okay, cool. I would that's Save just you some stress. Right. But if you don't, I ain't tripping. Yes, yeah, so you always gotta fit that in the back of your mind. Cause whenever you give with expectations, that's how you get ready for for uh Disappointment. Mm-hmm. So that's 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 something I want to touch on. But another this is this is the last thing I want to touch on, real quick. And this is real important. And this is kind of not having nothing to do with what we just said. But this is as y'all know, this show is all about we talk about real issues and stuff. But at the same time, we want to give people uh, tips and, and and things to look out for, things to avoid when you get in situations. So the thing is, you know. We are the age, and I'm pretty sure majority of our listeners, we all at an age where you know our income is growing up. It's like it's going up. You know, a lot of us we 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 doing better for ourselves. We like you know what I'm saying. So we getting raises, we getting promotions. We might have a business, our business making more money now, and situations like that. And what I want, what I want to say is, the thing is, uh, just to always remember. And keep in the back of your mind, and just remember that don't let the life don't let that lifestyle creep, or AKA that lifestyle inflation. And for those of you who don't know what lifestyle creep is, that is that's 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 when you when you start making more money, and then you start you start getting new shit because your money went up. So let's say you got a you 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 making two thousand dollars more a month. Now you like man, I'm about to go get me a range. I'm about to, I'm about to go, I'm about to move into a new, new, new condo. I'm about to give me a new laptop. So now that the extra money that you made is pretty much you lost, you you losing it to all these new things you got. It's called like, so you pretty much, your life ain't elevating with that raise. It's pretty much staying the exact same. In some cases, getting worse because you spending more money now. So that's called lifestyle creep for those who don't know. And my point is for the people that's, that's doing good or getting ready to step or even if you haven't yet. Just always remember, don't let that lifestyle creep in. Just because you're making more money doesn't mean you have to spend more money. Mm-hmm. Just because you you getting an extra couple thousand, a couple hundred, you don't have to go get a go go get a new BMW. You don't have to go get a new TV. You don't have to go get a new apartment. You don't have to get new appliances. If you need it, that's cool. But it, it's so easy. I want to say because it's so easy to fall into to the trick like just uh just to give you an example this is this is and i can speak on this because this is something that we personally personally uh just went so recently like you know our income we we like we go we were this year we making like an extra uh 20 uh-huh. no extra what ah uh, wait you talking about <laughs> this, this, this a year just i got it like so this year we making like an extra uh, extra, I don't say like what. I even y'all just told you to chill. I don't want to get it wrong. I don't want to say no off no, number. So no, no, no. So this year we no. This year we making like an extra thirty thousand, thirty to forty thousand compared to last year. Yeah. Why are you looking confused? I was just trying to do the math. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> compared to we making on some an extra like thirty, forty thousand more. It might even it might be fifty. Something like that, yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's more, but it's more. But my point is, like, when we seen that, you know, we seen our income statements and we tell them what we making all. It was like, remember I said to y'all, so I was like, man, let's go get a range, and I was like, yeah, we could, mm-hmm. we could go get, let's go get a, a condo. And yeah, you ain't know I was joking. You was just like, you was just looking like, and I'm like, no, nah, I'm playing. But nah, the point, I took that to heart. <laughs> nah, you took right. See, you took it to heart. You like what? I, what? I had my heart set on. Yeah, I was about to make it work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But which is, 
Like, and we could have did it, but without without it being a problem. But at the end of the day, at the end of the day, it's like you got to remember. And the fact, all right, that's that's just because I'm making making this excuse me. Just because I'm making this extra money now, I ain't gotta go get a range. I ain't gonna get a, got a new condo. Like, what you gonna? I'm gonna keep doing that every time I make more money. So when I start making more, I'm gonna get I'm gonna up it more. So then I'm. I'm that, that extra money I'm getting, I can use it effectively to to even bring in more money. That's the smartest thing to do. If you start make, say say you make an extra five thousand dollars a year, don't buy no extra shit. Save that five thousand. Live how you've been living, so you can keep all that five thousand dollars, and then you could put that money into other things, and then you could make that five thousand dollars ten, and just keep flipping it like that mm-hmm. instead of. Buy something and then you get what I'm saying. Something with no return. Yeah, so I just wanted to get that example real quick because we we could have slipped up into that lifestyle creep bad habit and just start buying more stuff. And then we know at the back of my we we financially literal where it's like we and we got goals we trying to reach. It's like all right, that don't make sense to do that. And it like we don't need that extra. What do we need that for anyway? So mm-hmm. just keep doing what we doing, keep building. I was, like I said, I want to stress that to because I know it's a lot of people. At this age we at right now, people running into that. I was like, dang, I'm making this now? Because a lot of us at an age where we finally starting to make, like, real money. Yeah. Like, not no chump not no chump change no more. We making, like, damn, I'm really making money now. And a lot of us ain't never really had money before. So now it's like, oh, I'm about to go. I always wanted all the Gucci shoes. I always wanted the Benz. I always the wanted the, the, yeah, I always wanted a Louis, a Gucci bag, Louis bag. I always wanted the goddamn, uh, uh, this wild shit. You know, we all been there. Mm-hmm. I'm just telling people, don't fall, don't fall for the traps. Cause you gonna re- you gonna regret it at the end of the day. Like, man, why I do this? I could have had way more money if I just chill. Mm-hmm. You go. That's what I'm telling you. That's what's gonna happen if you do all that. You gonna come to that moment. You like, man, I could have been. Ch- I could have had way more more money. So don't fall into that trap. Do not do it. Please, please don't do it. Yeah. And just y'all see, Zay said we we you know we increased our income, and this man is still trying to find a way. To decrease our expenses, they, yeah. in my opinion, as low as they can get. But yeah. evaluate your expenses too. Um, you know, see what you can cut out. See what you really don't need. What's not really necessary. If you can get a cheaper plan, get a cheaper plan. Watch out for all those like subscriptions and stuff too. Those get you. Those add up. But yeah, always keep your um your debt to income ratio balanced. The more you make, try and keep your expenses. What is it? Keep it under. 20%? They say they, your expenses? Yeah. 50%? No, so they say, they say the ideal the, the ideal amount you want your expenses to be is 50% of your income. They say you could you could build wealth off just having your your expenses. 50, 50, so if you make $4,000 a month, as long as your expenses don't exceed $2,000, you could pretty much build wealth. But my thing is, I I, I want to build wealth, not, no, not a no quick scheme shit. I want to build wealth exponentially faster. So my thing is, our expenses is 25% of our income. So basically, for every $100, we save or invest 75 of it. What most people don't even do, like, for every $100, they, like, save and invest, like, $2 type so shit. Zero. Like, right, zero. So it's like, uh, so my thing, that's how, that's what, that's, that's what, that's what our thing is. So when you do it that way, you build, you build wealth and, and way, way faster. So last year, our, uh, bills and expenses was 34% of our income. And this year, our income went up and our expenses went down. Most people, their income go up and their expenses go up go too. Up and our, my, like, like I said, my goal is to get our expenses to 20%. So I'm 5% I'm 5% off. Is it, look, you checking your head. Keep getting out of control, y'all. <laughs> I'm really trying to cut. I'm really trying to like, like my thing is every penny, every dollar I earn, every, every dollar I get, I want to save, like I want to save or invest it. Like that's my goal, and it's hard to do that in California because California, for those who it's know or those hell. who don't know, California is expensive as hell. So it's hard to do that, but at the same time, we doing a we doing a re- really good job at it. And you already know, I'm just trying. I, I ain't gonna put all it out there, but that's all I want to say real quick. And I want to, to to put that information out there for people. Just remember, if you're making more. You don't gotta spend more. You don't. You could keep doing what you're doing, 
and, and stacking up even more. And ownership is the key. Ownership is the key. Ownership is better than money. Don't don't matter. I don't care who, who, who tell you otherwise or they people try to bribe you with cash or whatever. Owners always go for equity, bro. Ownership is better than money, bro. And fast money ain't good when y'all talk. <laughs> <laughs> what, 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 <laughs> where did that come from? Where are, you talk, where are you talking about? You kind of said it earlier, but I'm just reiterating. Yeah, but you got anything else you want to add in? Because we, you know, we kind of. No, sir. Is it? That's it. All right, y'all. Thanks, thanks for listening to another episode. I know, like we said, we've been out for a little while, you know, but we back, and we probably gonna drop another episode later on this week since we've been going so long. We probably double gonna up. we probably gonna double up and give y'all two episodes in one week. So be looking out for that soon. I ain't making no promises. I said we probably will. So if I don't, don't be like, man, you said uh, y'all was going to drop another one. Yeah. So, yeah. The thing's been a little slow. I'm studying for my real estate exam. So I just you yeah. know, I need to focus all my energy on that. And yeah, exactly. And take out his own personal things. But we ain't forgot about y'all. We still we still here. And we still giving out the information when we can. Yep, yep. And if y'all, like, y'all, like, um, like y'all already know. If y'all want to hit us up, uh, whatever y'all, whatever y'all want to talk about anything, y'all can hit us up. Y'all know my Instagram, Xavier C. Miller. My Twitter is the same. My Facebook, Xavier Miller. My Snapchat, Xavier Miller 312. And uh, let them know your uh, and, social you know, medias. Uh, all my social medias are Deanna Kent. Twitter is Deanna S. Kent. And um, if you haven't subscribed to the Millionaire Mindset's daily tech subscription, you can go ahead and do so. Um, go ahead and text at M Mindsets. That's the at sign with a capital M and then Mindsets to 81010. And you can be you can begin receiving our daily inspirational text messages. Yep, and don't forget that's the don't put the don't forget to put the at sign in that. And, it uh, won't work without it. It won't work without it. So you get and let everybody know, let your the, your friends and family know they can subscribe. You know, it's, it's free. It ain't no like we ain't, we not making no money from that. We just doing that just to give out info and things that we learn while we learning mm-hmm. and like just i said some tips to stay motivated throughout the day yep, yep, yep to stay motivated throughout the day that's that's just, that's the best way you can say it and that's uh pretty much all we have for this episode i appreciate y'all all y'all for listening appreciate the support we can't say that enough so um pretty much that's it thank you guys see you guys next episode peace see y'all